This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey, friendships. Welcome to What Day Is It, a.k.a. your digital version of Happy Hour. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jackie. And we're here to bring you that perfect balance of juicy pop culture gossip mixed with valuable AF conversations to level up your life. Think of us as your digital BFFs, bringing you 100% realness. Yeah, none of that BS. So get ready to laugh, learn, relate, and celebrate not having it all together. P.S. It's not drinking alone if you're listening to What Day Is It. There was also another option where they were pitching people to purchase the $2,000 gift card to their site in return for getting to go to the festival. So this is all very interesting because it turns out a lot of people didn't actually make it to the festival due to the bus is just not coming. And so I'm like, what happens to their deliverables? I know it's a contract and they didn't meet their half, but... I mean, Revolve's a big company. Who knows what's in there? Well, also, if they spent the $2,000, do they get a refund? Friendships, guess where we're not? LA. (laughs) (laughs) Something to do with LA and us, I swear to God. It just... That no, it's you not know what? Here's the thing: our astrology signs. If we were people, our astrology signs do the not. The thing match. is, us in LA, it's either gonna happen or it's not, and we can't fight it. It's just gotta happen when it's meant to happen. So clearly, this was not. It was not our time to go. Mm-hmm. And cheers to that, cheers, bitch. Friendships. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday at 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you want to crack a drink with us, go we're, for it. Jackie one. and I have decided that we're channeling airport laws and vacation laws, even though we're not at either of those things. So from Wednesday to Friday, we just get to do whatever the fuck we want, whenever the fuck we want. Obviously, I'm ahead of work because I'm supposed to be away as of Wednesday. But now that I know I'm not going Wednesday, I've definitely taken it a little easy today and have a lot of work to do tomorrow and Wednesday. I mean, it is kind of a blessing in disguise. I when first off we had a guest that we were obviously going to go do a pod swap with you've heard us talk about this and it got canceled on us so we were kind of like wait does it make sense to go and spend the money and do this trip even though selfishly we were just excited and obviously wanted to be degenerates and drink during the day and go to Tom Tom and live our best LA life but smart us which is a small part of us decided to be responsible And so we're not going, we're going to postpone the trip and we will do an LA trip at some point, but we just want to make it worth it. And we do have another trip coming up soon. I don't want to even talk about it because I don't want to put shit out into the universe at the rate we're going, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was, if we didn't have a trip in literally two weeks, I'd be like way more gung ho to go. Um, but it just makes more sense. We're not incurring any financial losses to postpone our LA trip. So why not go when we can get something out of it? So it's fine, but you know what, honestly, I'm really, really excited to do this episode today because the list of things on our topics for this pop culture episode is fire. Oh my God. I was like, this is going to be a long ass episode. It's going to be long. Yeah. I'm excited. So should we just dive right in? Yeah, let's get to it. Pop Culture Week is always my favorite. Um, but I need to kick this off because I have a throbbing lady boner lately. Um, I have an absolutely intense new crush. And I'm curious if you can guess who it is, Jackie. 
Can you give me a hint? Because what? We need something to go off of here. Well, it's a celeb, obviously. He's a musician. Um, John. <laughs> I was going to say Johnny Depp. Am I okay? I knew that's. I could tell that's what you were gonna say. That is no. He's not a. He's not a musician. So, is he? No, I don't think so. No. Billy, come on! You have to give me like a clue because there's so many musicians. I, Harry Styles. He has a trend. He has yes. Oh, okay. I mean, doesn't everyone have a crush on him? Okay, but here's the thing. Like, I mean, I've gotten the hype for a little bit. I think I've actually talked about how I used to. Or more recently was watching a lot of YouTube videos on him and was very into the Harry Styles. But holy shit, his Coachella performances, like he that guy is a rock star through and through. Like I wanna see him live so bad. And I don't love his music as much. Like I don't know all the songs that well. There's a couple that I do really like that I think are bops, but it was never to the point where like I want to go to a concert. But his charisma and stage presence, like I'd throw my bra on stage and get naked in a public audience for him. I wouldn't pay to see him live. Um, but that's just because, like you said, I don't love a lot of... I love... Actually, that's not true. I love the good songs. I don't like... What is that mainstream one? Watermelon Sugar? Oh, see, I don't like that song either. No, but like Meet Me in the Hallway is fire. There's just so many Woman good ones good. in there that don't don't hit the radio. So yes, but I wouldn't pay to go see because then he's going to play all the like mainstream ones that people love and I wouldn't want to waste my money. Ugh. Ugh. Just go watch some YouTube videos on him, the way he interacts with his audience. Really? He's just also like him and him and Lizzo and like his facial expressions and like, ugh. I was a One Direction stan when I was younger. Oh, okay. And Harry was my number one pick when he used to have that I really, know this really cringe you. curly yes. little boy hair. Yeah. Yes, I was in love with him. So I, I still love him, um, but I just like I feel like I'd rather pay to see other people. I feel like he would be really cool to go and like have dinner with, like just a conversation. I feel like he's a cool dude. You know what I have a hard time with now is like going to watch people in such big arenas. I feel like it's just not as like fun and intimate. I prefer seeing them when they're at smaller venues and they're just starting out. It means so much more, you know? Okay, wait, what's your favorite concert you've ever been to? So I got asked this on a uh, question box that I did on my stories by neighbor Becky, shout out Becky. And I literally didn't answer the question because I didn't know what to say. Like I... I've seen so many people like performance wise. I can think that like Lady Gaga was amazing. Rihanna was amazing. Taylor Swift. I was in such a Swifty phase at that point and I knew every lyric to every song in her album. So that was an amazing concert to go to. But like to my core, like a good memory, I was trying to think it would have to be like when I was at a music festival, when I went to go see like J. Cole or something like it was just being outside being in like such a good environment with the people i feel like that all plays into it so it wouldn't be like a concert it would be a music festival moment i mean i still couldn't what i still consider that a concert okay it's music okay that's yeah that's that's a valid answer how about you oh you already know dermot kennedy obviously i could have answered that question for you i know you could have but i've seen him like five times so which time definitely the time that Bailey and I ran to a concert so this was when I was in love with him nobody really knew who he was I 
had to force her to come to the Vancouver concert with me. She'd never heard of him, never listened to a song, got her hooked. And then like a week later, we went to Portland. Um, Jackie was there, friendships. And we went to London Stella. And then Bailey and I realized that he had a concert that was kind of like starting when this concert ended. So we Ubered, ran there. And it's purely my favorite concert for the fact that we were raging and if you know Dermot Kennedy music, it's not rage music, Mm-mm. but we were just at the back of the audience. The videos I have, it's just the fondest memory. Like people kept coming up to us and just being like, you two look like you're having the best night of your lives. And we were like, we are. Well, and also it was a smaller venue, which just, again, the yeah. the, the environment plays so much into what kind of experience you have. I'm so sad. I mean, I'm so grateful. I've seen him live a couple of times in small mm-hmm. venues, but he's like opening up for Shawn Mendes now. And I'm like... I want to go see him, but I don't want to pay Shawn Mendes right. prices or see him in Rogers Arena. I know. One of my okay, so another favorite concert of mine is I went to the weekend when by the way, guys, I've listened to the weekend for years. You guys all know, like I'm obsessed with him. I love his music. He played at like a really small club here, didn't he? What was it called? It was not even the club. Like, you know how there's the Vogue and the Orpheum. And if you're not from Vancouver, those are like very small like plays happen there. He came here, I think I was like 17 or 18 and I went and it was just like, we had to sit in like movie seats. That's how small the venue yeah. was. And just those so, venues are the best. Yeah. And now I just can't, I can't pay. He's coming to Rogers in August. I'm like, no, I'm not going. Why would I go? Why would I waste my money? Doing Which that? is not the same vibe either. No. Okay. Anyways, we need to move on from concerts. <laughs> I'm going to put up a story today. I want to hear what your favorite concert you've been to is and why. All right, rumor of Julia Fox joining Real Housewives of New York. How do we feel? I mean, I don't, I think it's bullshit. I don't think she's actually going to join. I don't think Andy would have her, to be honest. I kind of love it. I feel like, she, I feel like she started this rumor. Um, <laughs> probably, honestly, probably. I also kind of heard it in tandem with the fact that, or maybe, I don't know if it was, a rumor or someone was just kind of piggybacking off of it and making fun of it. But they said, what if Anna Delvey joins? Because her and Julia Fox are good friends. Right. Which also just says so much about Julia Fox, in my opinion. But I don't know. I'm not here for it. I don't think it's real, though, either. I feel like I'm, I can get behind it. I feel like I would love to see like a little bit more edgier personalities different vibes than the typical real housewives that they have going right now and julia fox well i mean we're getting a whole new new york franchise so who knows maybe it is true yeah we'll see i mean like i'm i'm living for it i feel like she has definitely like made what's the term (laughs) made some noise lately like a lot of her interviews have created sound bites like multiple different yeah, lines i did yeah. it myself yeah and so i feel like she could be a good character i feel like she's narcissistic enough that it would also be really fun to watch on a show but yeah i don't know i don't feel like it's true um but i wouldn't hate it so that's interesting that we have different i am really curious to see if there's anybody that is known that comes into the new franchise of new york like past because i feel like they're going to have to and no well like not necessarily past housewives but just like a known name like a public figure because i think to make a new franchise work nowadays there's almost gonna have to be someone to like be that core foundation but i could be wrong i don't know i know i, I mean see- i guess salt lake didn't have that so who knows I can see Andy going, 
literally one of two ways like he might be like absolutely detest people who already have like a name for themselves or he might like love it because it brings the show ratings so we will find out i can't wait okay okay what else we got for bravo i have oh bravo no i want to switch because i want i feel like this one will take a long time and we'll circle back to bravo and cover all those topics if we have time we absolutely no need to talk about revolve fest slash fire festival oh it's a big buzz topic right now i know it was last week but it needs to be addressed there's so much more information that has come out about it since my feed was flooded with like so many tiktoks for a while there Here's the thing. I absolutely, I could regret saying this in a public arena, detest Revolve. Um, I think mm. the way that they partner with creators is aggressive um, and very, very unfair. And I think that they really, I get a brand who's known, like has a name that there's benefits to working with them. But I think that the way they try and work with creators isn't fair. Um, but they've got this monopoly on an industry and like, Good for them for leading it, but I just don't think they're inclusive. I think that they are a bunch of thin, privileged people. They do have different races, but like then they throw Remy Bader in there and they're like, okay, we're inclusive when really it's just one creator. This is just my opinion, friends. You can come at me. It's fine. So I don't know where I was going with this (laughs) is that I don't know really that much about the festival other than that there were people stranded because you had to take specific buses to get to revolve fest and that they didn't have water and some people passed out that's literally all i know okay so i've never worked with revolve um <laughs> oh, would you like to me to uh spill the tea and tell you what they asked me and what they offered because um, okay, after after yeah Oh, fine. <laughs> I, I've never worked with Revolve, so I can't speak to what Bailey said with her personal experience. Everything I'm sharing is like hearsay or what I've heard on TikToks or read. So I can't. It's just speculation. I really don't know if it's true. But like, like Bailey said, they they don't reveal the ro- location of Revolve Fest. You have to meet at this secret location and a bus picks you up and then takes you to the Revolve Fest. But apparently people were waiting there for five hours in the blazing hot sun in their outfits with no water, two people working the entire bus loop and the buses just wouldn't show up. And if they did, then people were running to the buses yelling, do you know how important I am? Like I have this And like getting followers. trampled and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like budging in front of people to try and get on the bus to get to the festival. But that's not even like half of it. The deliverables that I've heard that girls had to complete see this is what i mean i have heard this story i have heard this a girl i follow she turned revolve fest down Uh, she said it didn't align with her values and what they were asking she felt was far too much for what they were giving so she got him this is posted on her stories it was public knowledge it's a girl named taylor um if i can find an ig highlight i will and i'll share it but she talks about they asked like i can't remember exactly but i know you had to buy a two thousand dollar gift card no that was that was like some people what they asked her was 10 instagram posts or reels something like that and then another like six or something um, TikToks. I'm going to tell you this is absolutely correct because what I was going to say is I got offered $350 gift card for 10 posts. And to go to Revolve Fest? No, this was just a collab. This was like back in the, like this probably two years ago. $350 for 10 posts. I'm like, I'm supposed to post because one of your shirts is $350. I'm like, I'm supposed to post the same shirt 10 times. Yeah, what? 
I also heard they so were very... I, I'm just saying like that aligns up like that absolutely seems very factual. Yeah. She shared it on her stories and, and she was like, yeah, that just didn't sit right with me. So I turned it down and like so glad I did seeing what happened. But yes, like Bailey was saying, there was also another option where they were pitching people to purchase the $2,000 gift card to their site in return for getting to go to the festival. So this is all very interesting because it turns out a lot of people didn't actually make it to the festival due to the bus is just not coming. And so I'm like, what happens to their deliverables? I know it's a contract and they didn't meet their half, but I mean, Revolve's a big company. Who knows what's in there? Well, also, if they spent the $2,000, do they get a refund? Right. Like I could. Okay. So here's the thing about something like this. They're not being paid to fly out. They're not being paid for accommodations. I get that they might be doing other things. Some are. Okay, the big freaking ones, but I doubt that majority of them are. Like, Yeah, there's a Revolve Hotel, but it's very small and niche of who they invite to stay there. Like, Remy Bader is getting covered, like, I'm for sure, and all of, like, the bigger creators, but someone who is just getting deliverables um in exchange for their like say someone who's got maybe like 60 70,000 followers is fashion niche and they're getting offered the 10 posts and tiktoks in exchange for a ticket to revolve fest i seriously obviously i don't know this but i seriously doubt that they are getting transportation in flights and accommodation yeah. seriously doubt it they're not so these people are paying out of pocket for that and then the people who paid out of pocket for the $2000 gift card that just seems so unethical to me because like, are they going to get the money back? They obviously aren't going to get their compensation back for their flights and travel. And then it just blows my mind. Like I honestly, the word that comes to mind when I think, and this is the thing it sucks. Cause like we've also got cute shit. Like I do love that. And I definitely, but that's never going to trump ethics for me, but it just seems predatory the way that they approach a lot of their creator collaboration so when the person you're talking about says it doesn't align with their morals i think that's mm-hmm. very true but i also hate that a lot of creators succumb to the hype because there is a lot of exposure that comes with revolve and i get it i'm not judging them for it it just sucks because i think that this big brand is this company that everybody wants to work with but they're not doing it in a great way Yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, sitting here, and this is just me being completely honest, like, if I got the invite next year, I'd probably go. Like, I would. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, depends if things would change. Like, I don't hate Revolve, and like I said, I've never worked with them, so I can't speak to that. I'm just simply sharing what I've seen, Um, and I have heard or read You're going to get invited, and they're going to be like, don't bring that Bailey girl. (laughs) No, or they're going to find this podcast, and I'm going to be uninvited. Um, I've ruined it for you. Sorry. My thoughts are not Jackie's thoughts. You can invite her. <laughs> I'll tell them to listen. I love you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I did hear that some people emailed saying, hey, I didn't even get into the festival. Um, my deliverables weren't, or what I was offered wasn't met. So how am I supposed to provide deliverables? How am I supposed to post at Revolve Fest as part of my deliverables if I wasn't able to make it in there? And supposedly they counter offered with cutting the deliverables in half. Blows my mind. See, I would never work with a brand like that ever. I think that's so shit. Like, I get if you fuck up, but then just be like, oh my God, of course. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything. And this is all, again, hearsay. I'm reading this off TikTok and girls could be making this up for clout. I really don't know. But 
Um, apparently this isn't the first year it's happened. Uh, it's just the first year I think that TikTok's been around and there's been a lot of coverage so easily accessible to everyone in the world. So hopefully they take this. I mean, it sucks that they're getting so much press because everyone says bad press is good press and they're getting the best coverage ever about this all. So I just hope that they do better next year and they actually care about their creators. Yeah. I mean, they their whole brand is built on creators. I was re- reading I statistics saw on it and like yeah. their marketing budget and how much goes to it. It's like 35%, which is huge for a company. So... I hope that they make it right, but I just feel like from what I've seen over the years, there's like a similar pattern. It's not always the exact same, but it it's like they value their star creators and and they'll bend over backwards and do anything for them. But then the the ones who, in my opinion, are the ones that are actually really selling their shit, who are shopping it, posting it, like using affiliate links those people deserve just as much attention because they're working so hard for you and they're the ones who get like discarded and taken advantage of again in my opinion yeah okay last rumor that i heard because i'm remembering they're all coming back to me like you said i i read the statistic i think like 75 percent of their sales are actually from influencer promoting so they should really revisit and look at what that means for them. But the rumor is also that apparently if you're going to Revolve Fest, which by the way, you guys, I know this is a lot of information. If you don't know, Revolve Fest and Coachella are separate. Revolve Fest happens during the day and then so does Coachella, but Coachella goes on into the night. So typically if you're an influencer, you go to both. People go to Revolve Fest and then Coachella at night. But in the contracts, apparently people aren't allowed to post about Coachella 24 hours before Revolve Fest at all. Not allowed to tag it, not allowed oh. to put location, not allowed to post stories, or 24 hours after, which is weird. Very Again, interesting. speculation. Don't know if it's true. Do your research. But we had to report on it because what would a pop culture episode be without talking about this movement that happened this past couple weeks? I mean, one day there's definitely going to be a documentary on Revolve, and I cannot wait to watch it. But... Yeah. Anyways, I really went in on them. Sorry. I don't. <laughs> I don't you can't backtrack now. <laughs> no, no, I can't. That's how I feel. But I just. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, there was a time where I would have like absolutely died to work with Revolve and like go to Revolve Fest. And it just with age, I've realized it's not worth it. But OK, let's get into um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, because this is also very relevant, very hot and topic right now. And there's a lot to uncover um what are you okay I guess this is my question who I struggle because I think that obviously we fought so long for women's voices to be believed and heard and at the same time I don't think it's fair to just discredit a man because I think abuse can also happen at the hands of a woman, which is what's really kind of the, for those who don't know, Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for defamation because she alleged that he abused her when he is saying that he hasn't. And obviously his career went in the tank after that came out, which was six years ago. So it's just from what I've been hearing and listening, like I don't necessarily think that I, I believe Amber Heard 
And I like internally feel like I have stuff to process from that because I'm like, what if she is right? And like, I'm not believing the woman in an abusive situation. But like the things that are coming out just sound really fucked up. Yeah, I think there's levels of abuse. And oftentimes we think of abuse as like physical abuse. Um, But, you know, Johnny Depp could have very well mentally abused Amber over the years. And we just don't really know that yet. So it's hard to say. Um, I feel like I'm on the same page as you where just the things that have already come out. um, I mean, it's in court. Like it does seem weird to me unless Johnny Depp is a complete narcissist why he would push going to court and push for suing her mm-hmm. if he wasn't innocent um, and if it didn't actually affect his life as much as he's saying it is. It gets a little bit confusing because I was listening to a podcast today where they were saying that he's suing for defamation, but to sue for defamation, he has to legally prove that because of her article that affected his roles, for example, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I mean, I think he totally can, though. He's been in the industry for what, like 30 35 years and i think that he would be able to like very easily show how he his work has changed because uh, literally since then have you really seen any johnny depp movies not really that's true like i think it would definitely be able for them to prove it might not be as public to us to like see that back end stuff but i it, it yeah it's it's wild i i I've struggled like with whether you believe him or not. And then I'm like, he's an actor. He could be putting it on. That's how I feel too. That's how I, I feel know. Too. It was just tough. And here's the thing. It's like whenever there's a rumor. But so is she. Uh, exactly. And whenever there's a rumor, I feel like the thing is, I always try and hold space for the fact that truly no one except for those two people will know the truth. Like no one ever, ever will. And that's why like. I also at the same time have a little bit of a soft spot for Johnny in this because I don't, like you said, I don't think he would go six years later into this unless he was a total narcissist to go to this extent, to go to court, like wait it out six years Mm -hmm. because then he's just bringing it back up. You know what I mean? So, and it's kind of not, it's kind of degrading to go through these things publicly and to share the abuse that you've endured 100 percent, and leak like there's there's been voice recordings like that have been shared and they don't always paint him in the best light either no so, absolutely not i i do think that he's really just fighting for something which is the truth from his perspective because again i don't know the truth obviously but okay there's two things i need to talk about here though from this trial okay one is the fecal matter on the bed. Yes. Yes. What do you think happened there? Because. Yes. Okay. So friendships, if you may be not following, if you're unsure what we're talking about, there was court documents. It was talked about in court that Amber, once they, Amber and Johnny got in a fight, she defecated. Is that the word? Yes. Defecated. Okay, well, I also, and- okay, I don't want to say she defecated because it hasn't been proven that it was her. Okay. So the the thing is that they got into a fight. I watched this part of the trial on YouTube and he left the house. It was, she was going to Coachella. It was for her birthday and he left the house. And then I guess while he had left, someone shit on the bed and they're saying it's either Amber or a friend who was there because that's the only people who was at the house. But yeah, that was part of the trial that someone shit on his side of the bed. 
Yeah, they're saying, and she or her lawyer used the defense that it could have been one of their Yorkies. I believe that's the the breed of dog. I, I read this somewhere, so I could have it a little backwards. But someone did, in from what my knowledge is, confirm that it was too too large. I haven't seen that yet. So if someone make sure you do research, don't take our word for it. But um, yeah, this how I feel about it. If that's true, it's fucked up. And it doesn't make a good case for her because, you know, there's that's just sick and twisted and mean. And I don't understand why. Like, I, I can't comprehend. And it makes me think then naturally that she doesn't think as the normal human would. I think that it was probably just like a very tumultuous and toxic relationship. I think where it became a problem and obviously why Johnny Depp is suing her is because she went out and made this article saying that Public, he, yeah. he abused her. Whereas like if they just broken up, went their separate ways, it would have been, I mean, not fine. Like they obviously would probably have like psychological shit from it, but it wouldn't have gone to court. I should have done more research. I don't know if Amber's original article that came out addresses his abuse, but also takes ownership in hers. I'm assuming not, or else we wouldn't. They wouldn't be in this position. But I feel like everyone has the right to share their own story. Um, you know, autobiographies come out like years later. People talk about their abuse, and so like she has a right to do that. I just think it's if the lack of ownership on her behalf is not there. Whereas that's where I get like icked out yeah i agree i don't i don't i don't know what the dream outcome is for this i also think that i heard this i can't remember what podcast it was i think it was girls gotta eat um they're talking about the trial everybody's talking about the trial Mm -hmm. but they were saying that it's very unlikely that because obviously he is a rich white man suing a woman um that she's gonna be forced to pay him out a bunch of money but i i don't know yeah, I think he just wants his story heard. I think that's what it is. Yeah, which is fair. Honestly, I don't think he wants the money or anything. I think, he, like yeah. you said, he just wants the opportunity to publicly clear his name, which is fair because, uh, like, any little fucking thing gets said wrong about me. I'm like, it's my character. I can't imagine 100%. that. Yeah, me neither. All right. Where Should are we, we going next? The ultimatum. Okay, yeah. The show. I, wow. I binged it in two days. You were just texting me. The, yeah, I know. It's... Okay, what do you think is um, worse? Love is blind or the ultimate? <laughs> Love is blind. Yeah, I do. I do agree because there's absolutely no. At least these people, like you kind of hear a little bit of their backstory and like the foundation of the relationships. I think the whole um, concept of an ultimatum is bullshit. But okay, let's go couple by couple here because let's start with. Um, Oh my God, what's her, Hunter and what's her name? Alexa? Alexis? Wait, what? The ones who left first because they got oh. engaged. Yeah, Hunter and Alexis. Alexis. I did not see that happening and them working out, to be totally honest. Me neither. Also, I just want to preface, we obviously only see what's on TV, editing, all that shit, but I am going to give my opinions um mm-hmm. yeah we're not tearing people down we're just yeah i didn't see that working out we're just <laughs> judging a tv show yeah um yeah i just didn't see it working out and then 
I mean, I'm glad it did. She obviously was very, very in love with him. You could see that she had a hard time connecting, was like trying to force it. And so she, because she was the one who gave the ultimatum. And so she knew what she wanted. And I'm glad he came around and then it worked out at the reunion. But then after he proposed, this other dude, what is, I can't remember their names unless it's Lauren and. Yeah, I mean, these two couples left the show early on, so that's why it's, they're not as memorable. Lauren and I Nathan, Nathan. Na- Nate, Nate. Holy shit, Nathan is something else. Um, the way his ego could not handle that someone else just got engaged and then he was about to see his girl couple up with this other guy. So he gets up and he just like, follows the pattern and is like well if he proposed i'm gonna propose and that'll make everything better but i was absolutely not expecting her to say yes can we i feel like we're a little ahead of ourselves friendships if you haven't watched the ultimatum on netflix it is a show and there were six couples that are brought on and basically one person in the couple has given the other an ultimatum of whether or not they want to get engaged and get married these are all heterosexual couples and they are forced to literally break up and be single and choose another partner and do a trial marriage and live with them for three weeks. After the three weeks, they go back to their original partner that they came with, live with them for three weeks and decide at the end if they want to stay with their original partner and get engaged. Like they literally have to get engaged or they have to break up. Okay. So two couples got engaged. These two couples are talking about, this is like very, this is like episode two where they're like, haven't even coupled up with the another prospective partner so these other two couples get engaged but like the one just literally copied the other person and it was out of because he so this guy nathan he literally was connecting with the other girls talking about how bad he wants kids like he gave his girlfriend the ultimatum because she didn't know if she wanted kids or not and he's over here saying how like every soundbite is just i want kids it's so important like i can't think about my life without kids it's a deal breaker and then the literal like complete deal breaker every conversation he says and then after alexis and hunter get engaged he (laughs) sees his girlfriend lauren stand up and talk about how who she wants to potentially like couple up with and he gets up interrupts walks over and is like i can't imagine my life without you i've literally meanwhile like 30 seconds before he's whispering across the table to a girl that he's gonna couple up with her Then he goes and proposes to his girlfriend saying that he's had an epiphany that he doesn't need kids. And she says yes. And I was just more or less shocked that she said yes. So this, okay, so my thoughts on this is I think Alexis and Hunter, which is the first couple that got engaged, I feel like their connection is very true. I see the love that they have for each other just by looking at them. I think for Nate and Lauren, it was definitely a little bit of a clout chasing thing. And I feel like they had a mutual agreement that if anything kind of went sideways or they weren't feeling like okay with them dating another person, that they would just leave. And so I felt like in that moment, Nate didn't really have any other girl choosing him. So he felt like, okay, like I brought Lauren here. Like, let me just exit us out of the situation that's how i how it felt for me it felt like very fake that he was just there to get the initial clout he wanted to go with a bang which is why he made such a big scene about everything before i thought he was like really kind-hearted and cool until that moment and i feel like you learn a lot about someone as soon as they enter conflict and see how they actually react so 
he definitely gave me like bro fuck boy vibes and yeah i don't really know how they're gonna work i mean they agreed that they're gonna now they agree that they're gonna have one kid i guess i don't know it seems very weird but i feel like a lot of the people on the show are actors actresses like i feel like everyone is pretending i feel like it's so fake what do you feel it, it definitely has like a production value to it or like an element it's it's a lot um I don't know that they're like paid or hired actors because I definitely do think that they're real relationships, but I think that they're, they're these people who've come in and they're like, we're going to be TV personalities and they're kind of in a sense acting their real lives out. Yeah. But okay. Let's talk about a couple other couples because there's ones we need to get there. Let's talk about April and Colby Jake. Oh, Okay. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. I I just I like Jake. Um April again is like kind of that character where you feel like she's acting a bit, I think. Um Also, she just at the reunion was really selling. Sorry, this spoilers here. Her new boyfriend. Like too much for me. You know what vibes I was getting from that? Sheena Shea. Yeah. <laughs> literally to a t the way they look me too. the way they talk <laughs> sheena shay sheena shay and Vanderpump rob Rules. those were the vibes i was getting <laughs> yes i feel like jake wanted it out from the beginning that's how i felt i do too yeah and i think i mean he kept saying how much he didn't want to be on the show but i think he always knew that it was going to kind of be the end of the relationship so maybe that's why he didn't want on it but I think I think he was never going to ever progress past like where they were. I did really love him and Ray together though. Okay. I didn't. Am I okay? okay? Why? I Again, I felt like Ray was very fake. Um I felt like she was there solely for clout, like followers. Um, and I feel like the way she even spoke just felt like it was predetermined in her head what she was going to say. It sounded like far too perfect. Um, I don't know. I just didn't get a good... I felt like Jake was genuine with Ray, but I didn't feel like Ray was genuine with him. Okay, that's fair. Just the way, the way she would even look at him, in my opinion, I just didn't feel like it was real. Um, and I don't know why I got that vibe. But can we talk about how awkward it is, how how much jake's mom loved april <laughs> and like spoke to that on the show i know i do think jake was the most genuine person there in my opinion um, aside from the fact that he i don't think he wanted to ever get engaged <laughs> i don't know if did that he is. say that did he say that i feel like he just said he wasn't ready no, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Sorry, I'm putting words in his mouth. I just don't think he ever thought he was going to. Like, going into that show, I don't think he ever thought that that was going to be the outcome. Like, I just don't think he was ever going to get to that point. But I don't know. I liked him. I see. I feel like Shanique, Shanique I felt like Shanique was the most real. Oh, okay, fair. I love her. Yeah. Shanique and Randall. She, like, knew what she wanted. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, you're right, because I do think that, like, she was super open and vulnerable about, like, what they actually, like, did, like, with their time apart. So, yeah, no, you're right. I agree. I really like Shanique. Um, and Randall, honestly, he seemed like he was acting with Madeline. But 
I do really like them together. Um, I definitely think it was like a get some followers situation and then let's like take over the world together. And I can definitely see you that. You just think in everybody them. wants followers. I do. I mean, come on. This is literally, if you guys watch Tempta- Temptation Island, it is the spitting image of the show. It's just, you don't. It's the spend- same, but they just hook up with people from the other couples, not new people. Yeah. So, um, I think if you go on any of those shows, like you already have some cracks in your relationship and you really just like want to create some buzz for yourself. Anyways, I love Shanique and Randall together. They actually took some time apart after. So they got engaged. They took some time apart after the show and now they're back together and they seem very solid. Um, it seems like they actually took time to process what happened when they were apart and work on it. And I creep their Instagram and they're still together to this day. So side note friendships i just want to note that um i got a tv casting pitch for a tv show about friendship conflict so should jackie and i go and get clout <laughs> we're going on and we're gonna have a podcast about it no i Bailey sent it to me and i was like i could never <laughs> also the the casting i have to say it was like if you, if you don't have conflict with your friends, you can nominate your friends, but don't tell them what it's about. Don't tell them that it's about having conflict. I was like, what kind of a friend would I be if I was just like, here's a TV show, but like you're going to have to fight with your friends. That's why it's like those people who do that kind of stuff are like kind of sick. I, exactly. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I just want to. Pull okay. Okay. Let's okay. talk about Madeline. Colby. I just, they... I went through a roller coaster of emotions with that couple. At the beginning, liked Colby a bit. I thought that he was just being like very upfront, like when he was not trying to like lead Alexis on or anything. And he was just like, I don't see like a connection. But then he got a little toxic to me at some points, like in his interactions with Madeline. And I was just like, I don't. He gives don't me understand this. classic, charming narcissistic guy in the beginning wins you over and then shows his true colors because he ended up so he gave madeline the op, um the ultimatum and she was like much more open to like hooking up with randall she actually like very openly discussed how she didn't even know she wanted to be with colby at the end of the experience and she was like fully there to immerse herself in the experience Colby was like, I want this girl, like, no question about it throughout the entire experience. He may have kissed, like, April once or something, but he was like, I just, just confirmed I love Madeline. Um, and then he ended up going out to a bar during their well, single okay, time. Okay, yeah. He was, like, talking. Um, his manipulation came out. Like, I, this is where he really lost me. But, like, I could see it. This was before we found out that he went out one night and kind of, because he wasn't finding, what? Because he wasn't finding a connection on the show. He went out and, like, tried to find a connection in, at a bar. But remember when he was throwing the grape at April's mouth or whatever? And he, and um, Madeline was standing there at a winery. And he was, like, across the little wine tasting table throwing a grape at April and, like, catching your mouth. And I guess this must have been, like, something that him and Madeline did a lot because she's, like, don't play my game with that girl. And he's, like, oh, this is so hot when you stand up for yourself. Like, that to me was just, like he was trying to push her buttons and I that's where he really lost me because I was like right you're just trying to like make her jealous like that is literally all you're doing right now and then it comes out like it becomes more toxic so continue sorry no that's okay and he was saying that he he was fully standing behind the fact that he did this for Madeline 
he came on this experience to make sure that Madeline knew she wanted to be with him. She did it so that she would commit to him. He went to the bar, made out with a girl, got her number, talked to her for three weeks for Madeline, for her. It was not And kept saying it was me. her fault. Like, it, I did this for you. Like, the classic, classic manipulation. Gaslighting. I mean, fully gaslighting. Yeah. Fully gaslighting. And she's like, how can't you see this? Plot twist, though, you guys. Plot twist. Because they get engaged and stay together. And then she comes out at the reunion pregnant. But she, they get married. They get engaged. Oh, and yeah. And they immediately get married. He has, like, a reverend. Is that what they're called? Oh, my God. Officiator. I guess it depends if they, like, it could have been a reverend, but we don't know. Okay. Officiator, they get married within 20 minutes, getting engaged on the show. They leave. They come Which to Which also, the- I feel like, is manipulation because she can't escape. She won't be able to watch the show back and know how much of a shitty person exactly. he is. So uh, that, I also was just like, no. Like, red flag, red flag, red flag. No. And then she comes to the reunion show and she's fucking pregnant. Seven months pregnant, but the show ended six months ago. They stopped filming six months ago. So I'm like, what? Make, 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 did you know you were pregnant in the last month of the show? And did you guys get married because you knew she was pregnant? What's happening here? I need more information. Also, another thing I'm really going off here. I feel like a lot of the time watching this show, we were missing elements to the story of conversations they were having. Do you feel like that? I feel like I was lost a lot of the time. It was For very sure. like... Um, I feel like there's probably a lot of off camera conversations that were like replicated because they realized it would be good for the show but then it was never fully had the same way so it did feel like we were missing parts of the conversation yeah i was like why are you so upset about this i I don't really fully understand it they were talking like it felt like almost in code at times and i was like but we don't have the the story before like i think they need to do better at that if they're gonna do another season I also do hope if they have another season that it's not just heterosexual couples. I hope that they broaden that. So so there's a show called Are You the One? Um, and it's kind of a similar concept, but you, you're a group of people and you're put into a house. I don't know if they're couples before. Maybe I'm completely butchering this, but the concept is very cool. You're put in a house and the production team has put together who your best match is and you have to determine that. But I think their most recent season, they did it... I believe all lgbtq plus and so it's very interesting yeah so cool i actually really want to watch it i also just feel like to be honest that would be way better tv because there could be way more potential hookups yeah agreed wow we really went in there that show friends just mm. okay can we talk about another show that's just really recently hit netflix selling sunset yeah well i'm not done yes but i'm not i'm not done yet either it just came out like two days ago friends so bear with us i'm pretty far into it what point are you up to um what so spoiler alert because it just came out um i'm at the point right now where christine's been back to the office chriselle just got the 10 million dollar listing and uh, i actually just finished watching heather's bridal shower okay okay i'm a bit ahead of you what are your thoughts on christine she gives me major mean girl energy and I hate it. She oh, gives me bully, she bully vibes. I'm going to give She's- you a little tea and I really hope I don't get in trouble for this. I'm not going to say who told me. Christine reached out to someone through Instagram and tried to, um, what's the word? Like recruit 
for an engagement pod. What does that mean? An engagement pod? We like and comment on each other's photos. Shut the fuck up. Was she hacked? This seems so below I don't her know. status. I'm shaken. <laughs> Does it though? Because I don't know. She the the I saw the screenshot of it and it was like celebrities are in this group. Like you'll get a lot of like verified comments. No. I yeah. feel like this wasn't I don't think this was super recent. I don't remember the, the date stamp on it, but this was like a while back. Wow, I'm so, like first I season. Mean, she doesn't not first season. Sorry, it's on what season are we on? Season four? I think so. It was like two, second or third season. But yeah, it um but that's the energy I do get from her. It's like do anything for a like kind of thing or like say anything for a reaction. I will say though, she has the best glam squad and the best wardrobe. Oh, absolutely. It's killer every single like, time. Like it's I- fire. It is so sick. There I is want one every you haven't outfit. seen this outfit. Every outfit. You haven't seen there's a couple outfits that I'm like obsessed with. Um there's one where she's got it's like very clueless. It's like a cropped or not a crop. It's like a plaid blazer and a little mini skirt. And then she's got this like collar and this crop top. And it's just how it's all put together. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, Her stylist is amazing. Oh, yeah. Like crushing it, crushing it, crushing it. Um, Her personality, not so much. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I also feel like there is something below the surface to her that we're not getting. Like, I think there's a story or some wounds or something that is just being masked because I do think like hurt people hurt people or just can't really like move on from it. And so I think that there is, cause I do see in the episodes, like little moments where she could potentially like go and be vulnerable, but then she like puts this wall up and doesn't go there. And I like, I would be so curious to, to hear that backstory to like whatever is below it i don't even want to talk about her anymore i'd like to talk about <laughs> i just i she just gives me bully energy and i'm like it, i i get this for a show but the way she talks about the other girls to i can't remember her new friend's name forgive me for that chelsea i love chelsea yeah i don't like it um like chelsea figure out who these girls are and if you like them for yourself please don't have like a preconceived notion that's just really not i don't think she has a preconceived notion but i do think she's trying to insert herself too much into fixing the situations which i think she could just like chill out on a bit yeah i mean good tv for us but um i'm i feel like from the first season to now i really didn't think mary and romaine would last and i love that they're still together oh same together. yeah okay i have a real soft spot for mary I love that she does her own makeup. I love that she just does, like, I feel like she does her own hair and she's just doing her thing. Like, I feel like she's been the least affected by the show and is just hustling, like working hard. And she's got her hot husband. And I forgot she was a mom when she was 16. Like, I think I love Mary. Love her. Yeah, she definitely gives me the most real, authentic vibes. But honestly... I love Chriselle as well. She gives me very authentic vibes. I feel like maybe some people won't feel that way um, just from things that they've read, but she gives me really good energy. I wonder what her sign is. She gives me like cancer energy. I will tell you firsthand because I know someone who knows her and they've said she is 
the most down to earth, like sweetest absolute human that like exactly what you see on the show is exactly who she is. I love her and Jason together. I will say I don't know if I believe that was 100% real. Okay, but so but things just came out that they broke up. I don't know if you saw this. And it oh, was they broke up a while ago, dude. Okay, okay. I didn't know. I I don't know how long ago I read this, but they broke up and I have rumor, another rumor of who she's dating. Okay, the rumor was that they broke up because he's not ready to settle down. Um, but that like she was the best relationship that he's ever had, the sweetest, kindest, most loving girlfriend he's ever been with. He's never been happier. He just wasn't quite ready to settle down. And then I read a thing that it was like so true. I don't know if we've said this on the podcast before, but everyone says it that it's like the classic case of guys won't settle until they're ready and when they're ready it's the first girl who's there and that fucked with my head a little bit yeah i do believe that for sure it's not the best person they've been with it's the person who's the next person who like falls in line kind of thing yeah i believe that um was it you who i was with when we saw them out eating lunch yeah. in la yeah okay yeah yeah um they were cute but mm-hmm. okay so do you have you heard the rumor of who she's dating no this is a complete, complete rumor. I have no facts on this. You're not going to know who this person is, Jackie. She's a singer, and her name is G-Flip. Yeah, so no the rumor is. is that Chriselle is now in the Lady Pond. Oh, who's G-Flip? Actually, I only know one of her songs, and I love it. But I don't think she's, like, a super well-known singer. It's definitely, like, my kind of music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she's like kind of i would say like a a little she looks a little rockery but um she's like an indie indie artist i would call okay cute i love that i hope she's happy um same honestly i love chriselle i hope that she literally is thriving but i will okay i'm gonna spoil by what i want to say then don't say it wait but i I kind of need to because it's very relevant let me sacrifice my well-being about shows for the friendships right here right now do it And I'm not saying that I don't want to, I'm not saying that like lesbian couples can't have babies, but the whole storyline she's having with Jason in towards the end of the season is that they want to have a baby. So I'm just like, it just seems like that could be the potential reason that they ended their relationship because she was really coming on strong. Like she at one point says that she can't be with him if he doesn't want to have a kid in like the very soon future so i did actually read that that, and i think yeah so that just like throws a little bit of a plot twist to me but like they could adopt they could like there's options for sure um i just wonder if like that's where that relationship is headed that's definitely i think safe to say is true because i believe that i read that in his post he said we just have a difference of what our future family looks like right now so yeah definitely i mean when you have money you have options so i think that they'll be fine and i hope but it also could have totally been a production stunt that they were forced to have this like idea and confront this really awkward conversation about having kids when they haven't been dating that long so if she wants a baby right now i hope she gets that soon i mean she could also do it herself she doesn't need a okay because when were we in la when did we see them that was september yeah october no late september Okay, because they were filming in August. Okay, so it wasn't that long after. Okay. But yeah, I love them together. I'm sad that they broke up. Uh, so sad, but whatever. <laughs> You'll survive. Mm-hmm. I really want to talk about... 
tinks. I so, love tinks. So we've t- openly talked about how much we love tinks on this podcast. We referenced a lot of her tweets and her reels. Not her tweets. Sorry. Wow. That just came out because I've been reading some articles. TikToks. Her tweets aren't the best, so we wouldn't be referencing those. Her TikToks. Um, so guys, tinks kind of got canceled. I haven't seen the tweets. I will say that. I've just read her statement. Um, but I, my stance on cancel culture hasn't changed. Like it's honestly just become stronger on the fact that I don't think we need to cancel people. I think obviously we can hold them accountable, but here's the thing. So if you don't know, Jackie sent me this yesterday. Tinks made, um, like a public post kind of with a message about how I guess there's been surface of these tweets that are from 10 years ago. So no, that's not is, true, Bailey. There was some oh, from okay. two years ago. There was some from 2020. Okay, why don't you tell us? Because I don't actually know then. So some of the tweets were from 10 years ago, 2012 to 2016, I believe. Could be 2014, around that time. So 10, some less years ago. Those mainly, those ones that are 10 years old, are fat phobic tweets. Tagged Kim Kardashian, called her fat. I believe called Lindsay Lohan fat. Um and then the most recent tweets from 2020 were xenophobic tweets, which if you don't know is Asian hate. And she was liking tweets that said something along the lines of the coronavirus had to do with Chinese people. I can't, I don't know. It was a long tweet. I don't know it off the top of my head. So those are the most recent ones, which I have a problem with because I think we'd be having a very different conversation. I'd be having different feelings about it if it was the 10 years ago. I feel like someone can change in a decade. I don't know what her tweet was. I haven't personally read it, but I'm just saying like, I've still made mistakes in 2022 or 2020 mm-hmm. as well. So, and I'm I'm not saying I support cancel culture. I hope you friendships know me better enough by now that that's not something I condone. I just do think the... I mean, it's less than two years ago, like of tweets, like, yeah, I mean, she does, she had, I think she needed to address it and people were quite upset that she had For taken sure. so long, but at the same time you want it to be like a proper, well thought out response instead of just reacting. How, what do you mean it took so long? Like she didn't comment for a while about it. I don't know how long. Here's the thing. I don't think that there's ever some time frame that's going to make people happy either i think either you're going to respond right away and then it's not going to be as thought out and people are going to shit pick it apart because it's an emotional reaction or you're going to take your time and then people are going to call it a pr reaction and someone else wrote it for you like i genuinely just don't think there's any right way to handle that like at some point or in some way someone's always going to have something negative to say and that that sucks so much that feeling but I do also think it's so important to have it addressed it's just like we want this is where I really get stuck on cancel culture and I don't have the answer but I just we demand so much from people and then nothing is ever satisfactory or the right way so it's like how does someone even have the opportunity to make amends or to learn or to kind of show that they are remorseful or they've learned or they've grown when it's like every little way of responding is wrong yes and people were saying why didn't she delete them she had 10 years and i'm like well then you guys would come for her and say that she wasn't holding herself accountable so i agree you can't win in either situation um 
I mean, yeah, I have a hard time saying this because I feel like, I don't know, I have a hard time wrapping my head around it just being a mistake. Like, I get it. But people do make mistakes. It's just hard to digest. I feel like when it's someone like you looked up to and you didn't really think that they could ever go there. Um, like, I feel like there's a, a different. For sure. Because she has been like the Internet's kind of like big sister. She's been a big advice giver. She's been someone that a lot of people have like looked to to guide them. Mm-hmm. And then obviously when. But that's the thing. Like when we look to someone as that we're essentially putting them on a pedestal we do do this with influencers celebrities whoever and no one is perfect like I can't tell you what I said 10 years ago I just think that like we put people on this pedestal and it's it's natural I get it like we always have people to look up to and aspire to but no matter who it is like no matter who it is everybody's done something that you won't agree with and it there's obviously different levels of that there's obviously different pain and trauma impacts of like things that people have done but yeah I don't I don't know I think that I mean who I am 10 years ago is so different from who I am today and who I am who I was two years ago and like I said I fucked up I've made mistakes like I will be the first person who will always own that because I know it's not going to be my last so I think when I look at things like this that's kind of the the mindset I come from because yeah I don't know I just find Again, do not support cancel culture. I just need to clarify that. I just find Tink's going out and deliberately tweeting at someone and shitting on them is intentional. See, and this I also have to say, like, I don't know what she said. So I like I genuinely I have to like take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because I am not as educated as you are in like what was said, who was said to all of that. And I'm not sorry, I like I don't want people to think that I'm just like trying to negate tinks of any responsibility either no and I don't think you are I think both perspectives are great to hear and I like you know just because tinks is like I hold Chrissy Teigen and what happened with her in the same regard like I I definitely feel a different way about her now and you know I might feel a different way about Chrissy I mean sorry tinks moving forward now too doesn't mean I'm like never gonna talk to them support them like watch their stuff ever again but yeah anyways should we? I mean, yeah, to be totally honest, I'm going to throw someone at you that you love and just say, like, how is it any different than Kanye West, like, harassing Kim Kardashian, but, like, still loving his music? Fair question. Um, but like I said, like, I'm not going to stop watching Tinks' content. And that, that that's what I mean. It's not black and white. I don't think yeah. it ever has to. Like, i just throwing that out as an example. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It's just, like, I think we go so hard and, like, identify this uh, an entire person who has lived however many days on this earth with one action or moment or sometimes it's a series of actions and moments and obviously there's more weight with every single thing but I think that people can grow and learn and I hope she's continually doing that as like all I'm responsible for in this life is myself continually growing and learning and like I'm so committed to that too so I I hope she does that but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is, it's tough. The internet is like such a great place sometimes and such a harsh place because I just, I will always say, I don't think we can become a better world by leading with shame. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so. agree. I don't know, but I do to anybody who was like hurt by her actions. I also want to say like 
to those people, my heart goes out to you because I don't know that what that feels like. I like I'm a white privileged woman in a cisgender body. Like I have it easy. So if you are listening and like you read her tweets or whatever she said and you were hurt, like I obviously can't take that away. Jackie can't take that away. I hope this conversation didn't add to that, but like I also want to say I really, really, really hold space for that. Yeah. And I'm echoing everything Bailey said. I couldn't say it better. So should we end on a little bit of a lighter note? Because that was really heavy. In, in accents, should we talk? <laughs> should we talk in an accent? What would you like to talk about? I really want to quickly talk about the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Orange County? Oh, not not Orange County. No, I could totally go off about the Real Housewives of Orange County reunion of Orange County reunion. Well, I can't speak. I have actually separate notes in a separate note about what I wanted to talk about. But okay. My separate notes for New Jersey are, I have to click them, that the guy group, can we talk about the guy group of New Jersey and how much they play a role? I want, they, no, New Jersey is, I've always, I've, no, I have not always said this. I have recently said that New Jersey is superior because Uh they have such a different dynamic with the families, but then they also have the house husbands and they are a light in the show. They literally. They're so. They, I would watch uh, the Real House Husbands of New Jersey. Like I Me truly too. would. Frank Catania. I am obsessed with him. Um, Joe Gorga. Like just the shit they do to each other. It's so fucking funny. And like, they're just. They obviously have a way different role in the show, so they could be so much lighthearted with their stuff, and there's less drama with them. And I just love. They're not getting produced. They just like the cameras. I guarantee you, just show up. They're like, we're gonna get gold. I love their dynamic together. I think it's so fun. Like Bailey said, it just adds a different element to the show. I wish that the other franchises involved their husbands more, but obviously you can just see the connection that these guys have and like how well they get along and it's such a vibe. So the other house husbands though that we've seen are like boring as fuck. I like I don't think yeah. anybody else would give New Jersey vibes. Like these guys, they go to the golf course and make bets and then kiss each other's asses. Like it's just <laughs> Okay. Separate note. I want to talk about, I loved wait, Loris. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I want to know if you had to marry one of the New Jersey husbands, who would it be? Definitely not Frank. Sorry. <laughs> I never said, I just said I'm obsessed with him. I never said I want to marry him. Honestly, probably Joe Gorga. Really? Yeah. I love that. He doesn't like a woman who likes to work though. Well... We could work that out later. Maybe we'll go on the ultimatum or something. No. Um, <laughs> I think that Joe, I love his love for Melissa. One, I love his loyalty yeah. to his family. I love his humor. I think it's like fucked up and funny. And I love his dynamic with his Do you guys. like his Instagram inspirational quotes? <laughs> I, I don't follow him on Instagram. I just love the way I love. Oh, you're missing out. I like a guy who has like a good social life. And I feel like he really is kind of the glue to those guys having a good time and hanging out. So those are the, probably the main things. Yeah. Don't like how controlling he is of women and his daughter specifically, but that's something we can work on. Yeah. He's old school Italian in that way. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Who would you marry? Who would you choose? It wouldn't be Frank. I would just want to be friends with him. I would, well, like I would want to be a Dolores. Like I just would want to be a single woman with like a Frank friend. <laughs> 
Well, this is the note I had down is I love. But if I had, okay, that wasn't the question. I know. I do like Evan and how supportive he is of Jackie and like how he's been able to like ride out the rumors and like he was a gentleman, but like still really stood up for her. I think, yeah, probably Evan. Yeah, you're right. I do like him a lot too. Um, But I did have noted here that I love Dolores and Frank's relationship. I think oh, I, I'm obsessed iconic. with them. Um, They're hilarious together. I have so much respect for how she made i mean obviously it's been years since they divorced but how she made it a priority to have a relationship with him and now he's like part of the show and just their dynamic is hilarious well especially after because like he cheated on her i think quite a few times like they always make jokes about him him having like so many hoes and things like that and but he just like they have such an iconic relationship they're so funny that you can see how like at one point they really were in love like their friendship is still so intact but they're definitely meant to be friends and not partners dolores is so cool i want to be her friend so bad oh i'm she's my favorite on that show absolute favorite and then i'm just loving this element of jackie's story and i've creeped on her instagram recently and she's she addressed her eating disorder on the show this season specifically and is actually going through treatment and she's been posting like updates on her instagram and she just looks so good and she's talking about it openly and i'm just so proud of her i can't even imagine what that's like on national television and i think it's a really cool aspect of the show that they're focusing on i agree i because i'm gonna assume something which obviously i have no factual information about but i i guarantee you there is another housewife or multiple that have dealt with eating disorders in the franchises and never come forward and shared their story and been vulnerable. So like, I really commend her for doing that because I know that that's going to help a lot of people, um, to show that they're not alone in it. So yeah, I really respect her for that. Okay. Should we quickly talk about the real housewives of Orange County reunion? Twist my arm. There's just like one thing I really need to address and it's Noella meeting. Mm hmm. Her now ex-husband, but at the time when she started the show, her husband, on seeking arrangements first of all commend that girl for just like openly sharing that on the reunion i kind of love her real name i mean i I think she kind of did it i mean like i don't think she has any shame in it but i think she kind of did it to dig at sweet james because he's i don't know much about him but apparently he's a huge thing of the states because we're canadian so i think for her to be like oh yeah we met on seeking arrangements like it doesn't really hurt her, but it does hurt him. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I respect that she has enough confidence in herself. Because even though, yes, it probably makes him look. I mean, she talked about having a vagina stack. You think seeking arrangements is going to embarrass her? I love that they showed finally showed a photo. They showed it in the season. Did they? I never saw it. I feel yes. like I was always like curious about what a vagina stack is. No, they, they showed that exact same thing. Should I clip that part about me being curious about what a vagina stack is for the teaser? <laughs> I'm sure it would get some yes, views. Yes, you should. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I found that very interesting. Um, she did not share that on the show. So, to share at the reunion, she has a new partner. And, and he bought her a sex toy company. I feel like she's just, like, a a man-eater. But, like, I, I love it. I feel like she's a gold digger with, like, she knows how to... to lay them and lock them kind of thing but do we believe that their relationship was legit sweet james and her um 
Yeah, I do. They had a kid together. I don't think that it was like not legit. I I definitely think she had like intentions though to kind of be a housewife. And I think that how Andy even said, I've said this before on the podcast before, like the reunion came out, how she was trying out for the show like for years and years and years. And like this, I think was like her ultimate kind of goal to be famous as a housewife. And then I think that really obviously like took a hit on their marriage. I don't, I think she's acting. I think every single thing is an act with her. So I don't know. Hmm. Okay. All right. We'll have to see if she gets signed on to the next season. Um, I don't. But... Hey, let's make predictions. Do you think she's going to? Cause I don't. And I selfishly just hope she doesn't. I think Andy thought Heather would revive OC, but I don't think it worked. Also, I just realized this, like watching the reunion back. What the fuck ever happened to Nicole? Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. I thought she was going to be a character on the show. Like they really started playing it off. Like she was in a couple episodes and then she just disappeared. Like um, I think she kind of probably was signed on to be maybe not like a housewife holding an orange, but I think she was like supposed to be like a friend, like how Kathy Hilton was always there. And then I think that whole Terry Dubro suing thing happened and she was like, I'm out. I, I can't handle this. I can't ride. I know. I feel like she like chickened out. Um, Cause there was a whole, like they really yeah. introduced her. I know. So interesting. But honestly, she gave me bad vibes the moment she wasn't a good friend to Noella that day that Noella was crying at the yeah. restaurant. So uh, good riddance. Which also though, now looking like when I first watched that, I was like, how can you not support your friend? But like, maybe she had been hanging around Noella a lot and it sees what we <laughs> see at the end of a season where every five maybe. seconds Noella was crying. So maybe. I don't maybe. know. Okay. Okay. Friendships. I'm going to pee my pants. We need to wrap up this podcast immediately. You're bouncing on your couch right now. I am. I'm going to talk so Stop. slow during this. Uh, I feel like I'm Dory talking in whale. Um, okay. Friendships. Thank you for listening. I feel like I really went on rants and exposed myself about my hatred for Revolve and the mistakes I've made. Um, so please just love me still <laughs> anyways uh you know the drill <laughs> i'm bouncing i have to pee so bad wrap it up come on you kind of look like you're riding a dick like very gently Stop. um That's so inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> bailey okay let me just chime in here you guys as you know we told you at the beginning of this episode we unfortunately had a canceled podcast swap this week if you love us if you want to show us some extra love, because we absolutely need it and deserve it, please go leave us a review. Five stars on wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review. Write something nice. Tell our anonymous guests who ditched us that they don't deserve us. No, I'm just kidding. But honestly, screen screenshot this. Send it to a friend if they love pop culture and spread the word about our podcast. We love you guys so much. Okay, go pee, Jackie. Thank you, friendships. We love you. We will be back next. What day is it Wednesday? Wait, merch. Oh, well, I was trying to let your bladder get some relief. Listen, on the care scale, merch goes above me peeing. <laughs> okay, glad we're aligned. Friendships, head over to whatdayisapodcast.com. Shop our new merch. If you have a bachelorette coming up or a trip with some girlfriends, you need our The One Who collection. So go check it out and you can get the discount code here. It's the only place you'll get it. Capitals WDII for 20% off. What is it? Podcast.com. Go shop. 
And now we will see you next What Days of Wednesday. Toodaloo.